Hey everybody, I need you to know this is not an investment advice podcast, okay? The host goal is simply to unravel some of the mystery of what the stock market is and how it works, but not how to invest in it, all right? Now that being said, enjoy the show. Well, as my mother used to say, invest like no one's watching. To the paper jam. Yeah, let's do the paper jam. To the paper jam. Nothing's real, the money's fake. To the paper jam. I said do the paper jam. To the paper jam, oh baby, to the paper jam. Hey everybody and welcome to the Paper Jam Podcast where every single week we use a paper trading platform to randomly move our fake money from one stock over to the next one. And even though the money is fake, our emotions are still very real. My name is Mike Morrissey. I'm joined by my co-host, Kenny Gray. Hello, Michael. Oh, (laughs) we're in person and I just saw you about to hard move on. I was about to hard move on, which is great. Go for it because I'm not the only person here. You're not because today we're we're so excited. We have a very special guest uh, and it's not always just me and Ken. Today we have a very special guest. You might know him as Lil Mookie B on TikTok. You might know him as Michael Blakelock. He was in Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. He was a Wet Hot American Summer First Day of Camp. You might know him from the You Are Worthy podcast. We got Mookie Blakelock in the building. Hi guys. Thanks for having me. We're thrilled. How was the trip to Los Feliz today? From Glendale? From Glendale. A smooth 12 minutes. It was nice. Right down, you know, there's two ways to get out here from Glendale. Mm -hmm. You either take Los Feliz or you take Glendale. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. And today I took Glendale <laughs> to Rowena to St. George. Hell fucking yeah. Over the Shakespeare Bridge. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. A left on... Well, I'm not, <laughs> I won't say your street name. No, so yeah. You can get the cross streets of the A left house. on... And you can bleep this out. Uh, <laughs> Avenue. Uh, yep. Number... Apartment... <laughs> No, 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 please don't say that. <laughs> Can you please edit say that? It, say it. <laughs> and this is a very exciting thing, Mookie. Like, I'm, we're very excited that you're here. Ken's in town. Everybody knows that when Ken, when we have that, we do, a lot of times we do it on Zoom, but when we're live and in person, there's a different energy. It's a lot more fun. It's, it's super exciting stuff. And we're so excited to have you on the show. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting time to be in Los Angeles. I wanted to bring this up to get your opinion, because while I was in the air coming here, I saw that the Staples Center is changing its name to the Crypto.com mm. Arena. Did you see it from the plane? I saw it from the plane. I looked down and there was the guy, he was using a paint chipper to take staples off the front. <laughs> did you see that? I just found that out the other day. I did. I saw, I saw it when everybody was talking about it the day that it happened. Is it old news? Yes. It up, <laughs> it's about a week old. By it's the time it comes crazy. out, it's going to be very old. Uh, it's fucking psychotic. It's just so crazy to me. Guys, is it that much crazier than the Staples Center? That's true. Staples is a store where you go buy like computer paper. Yeah. And we're like, come on, it's not the fair. T- like the Celtics play at like the TD Bank North yeah. <laughs> Garden. Like, is it that crazy? The crypto.com? I don't no, think it's that wild. I feel like when it's a- I think maybe because crypto is like still kind of a new novel thing that a lot of people think is ridiculous. Oh, see, to me, it's the if dot If it was com. like the Bing.com yeah. <laughs> thing, people wouldn't care. The it, Bing it's arena the, But is you're nice. right. It's the dot com for me. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's, it's okay. just so silly. I don't know, but, but Mook, you're, you're here and we're so excited. And, and, you know, we were talking about the show, but Ken, there might be some folks at home who don't know how this show works. How the fuck does this show even work? Yeah. So 30 ish weeks ago, we took $10,000 of fake money Mm. and invested it into a paper trading platform, just like middle school. And, uh, last week our money was in Crocs and this week our money is in Kraft Heinz. Yes. Kraft Heinz. 
Heinz, new company as of 2015, is the brainchild of Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway. And I want to get his name right. It is a layman of 3G Capital. Okay. But uh, before we get too far, Mookie, I want to know what is your experience with the stock market? Um, 0.00% none whatsoever. I barely know how it zero, works. Zero, zero, zero. Oh, I, I mean, I could, I could maybe tell you the basic idea of what buying stocks means or mm-hmm. how, or, or what, what it is when, like when you buy a stock, I could probably tell you like what it is that you are doing. But other than that, I have never invested in a thing. I barely understand <laughs> it. It makes me feel like a fucking moron. No. Welcome. Oh, yes. You're no, in yes. the right place. <laughs> We've been doing this for 33 weeks, and I still don't know shit about this goddamn show. Okay. Like, I don't know how to the market, anything like that. Was there ever like a dad or somebody who like, nope. no, no. <laughs> you know, I wonder if my parents ever invested. I think they might have like, like very amateurly and like a little bit, but also like my fa- I'm an only child and my family was very like, um, you know, they, we had this, my, my weird boomer parents like never took the time to teach me anything. Of course. And then got mad that I didn't know anything when I was a grown up. <laughs> like when I went to college and I was just like, I don't know how to, my dad's like, why don't you know how to change a tire? And I'm like, cause nobody ever fucking showed me how to do it. Yeah. I'm not here to talk shit about my dad. <laughs> no, 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 put him on blast. I'm, I'm, I've been waiting. I'm chumming to the. My dad's the guy who's just like, I cook. I love cooking, and he like never taught me how to cook. And I had to like <laughs> teach myself how to cook as like a 30 year old or whatever. Oh my god, I. But I do like like that's honestly why we kind of made the show in general. Is Kenny and I were like we're 30 year old men like. I should know something about this. And like, why don't we do a show where like every week we learn a little tiny bit more. It's been about 33 weeks and I, I think I've learned like five things. Okay. Well, that's five more than you knew before. Exactly. It's exactly. A, it's, it's slow and steady. I think the thing that I've learned the most and that actually makes me feel the best is we usually, when we have a guest like to say like, hey, like, do you know anything? Did anyone give you like one little piece of advice? And most people our age are like, no, no, not really. I don't really know anything. Ugh. It's it's pretty intense. That that that's like what makes me like not want to try because like yeah. I know that it's like a long-term commitment to like consistently doing it and trying it and learning about it for me to even like maybe have a basic understanding of it, let mm-hmm. alone be good at it and yeah, like yeah, be yeah. making money on it. So like I mean, it is one of those things where it's like, well, if I'm going to do it, I have to start right now. I have to start yeah. yesterday. Yeah. But like I don't have the time or the energy no. or the motivation. The no. motivation should be, I would get a lot of money. Well, you should invest in crypto. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, stadium. Crypto.com stadium. When I was on the plane, there was an uh, old man sitting next to me and he was looking at his iPad and I saw that he had $50,000 in Bitcoin. Really? And I was like, is this guy, he's very old. I was like, is this his like Hail Mary pass to the end of his life? Just like, hell fucking yeah. Let it all ride on Bitcoin. I know $50,000 probably said, I hope it's not his entire net worth at that age, <laughs> but still. He was putting $50,000 into Bitcoin or he, he had $50,000 of Bitcoin. He was checking his like oh, portfolio. I love the idea of him on a plane, you watching him put his life <laughs> savings being like let's just fucking roll the dice you're on like, this one no <laughs> don't do it doing it on fly fi also was he like and then you're like, like you go out to the cockpit and you're like crash the plane <laughs> crash the plane <laughs> crash the fucking plane he's gotta go <laughs> sir sit down. i can't let him do this <laughs> 
I would rather up. die than let this man do it. <laughs> I also let you know, for all these people too. <laughs> for all of them. They don't need to know why. They hear you. Just crash it. I don't want to be a part of this. Okay, Keep sir. me out of it. I love the idea too. Was he like leaning, like tilting his camera so you could see all the money that he was putting? It was it Bitcoin? He was like six foot six. He was really tall and he was oh, really hit like me with us. Yeah, he's hot. <laughs> um, but he was like, he was checking his iPad out and he was like, you know, older man just kind of fumbling with his iPad. And I was just, you know, of course, looking at it. It's a humble was it brag there. James Cromwell is <laughs> the only tall the old guy I can think of. <laughs> or Bill Walton. Yeah. Or, or my dad. Yeah. You yeah. don't know my dad? No, I'd never met him. You should. You should. You're a New England guy, right? How old is he? He's uh, 65, 66, from mm, Quincy, okay. Mass. Ever been? I've never been to Quincy, where my buddy Mike Mitchell's from. I I've been to like Dorchester. Mm. You know, I bet I have been to Quincy, and I just didn't you're, know it. You're from Massachusetts. Where I, I always kind of forget where you're. It's Western Mass, right? Not even close. Okay. Yep. No. Never mind. Um, and I'm gonna say it now. Okay. And I need you to remember. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I'm from Ashland, Massachusetts, okay. near Framingham, if you know oh, Framingham. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is kind of, I want to say, Central Mass. I worked at uh, Bose for a while, which is in Framingham. Ah, yes. So Bose. that way, we have, there's the connection, and now we work from there. We had a career day. This just reminded me of this story. My senior year of high school, we had like a career day where it was like you got put into groups based on interests or whatever. And then like a chaperone, we all got taken like on these like field trips by group to like go look at cool stuff to be like, this could be a career that you could have. And a bunch of people I know went to Bose studios and like, they were like, it was so cool. And we like recorded sounds and there's a room where like, it's totally silent and it's sealed in. So you can be on one end of the room and whisper and you can hear it on the other side of the room. We got to try these crazy headphones. And my thing was our AV teacher took us to a class at Emerson college, which is the college that I ended up going to. Hey, now it apparently worked, but it was like, <laughs> they didn't know. They didn't know we were coming. So oh my God. And, and, it was, and it was like, and it was like, why did I get chosen to do this? And it was like me and two other kids. And we went in to this, to this like, like broadcast journalism class. And it was a bunch of kids like <laughs> sitting in a computer lab, like writing news stories or something. And they were like, Oh, um, you're the, from Ashland high school or whatever. We're like, yeah, we're with this guy. My, with, my teacher, uh, my, my teacher. And they were like, Oh, um, yeah, well, I mean, feel free to like, sit <laughs> like, at my computer, like hang out. This was like the teacher of the class. I was like, feel free to like sit down and like, ask people questions and I remember being like these like college kids were like writing stuff and I would like go sit down to, next to one of them and they'd be like uh hi and I'd be like what are you writing and they're like um <laughs> like they were they're like like clearly just like I'm like doing work right now like yeah. why is like a high school kid sitting next to me and then I remember the other thing about it the about it was um Everyone, everyone was told that like wherever we go like they were gonna have lunch like lunch was gonna be provided oh, boy. and literally the teacher was like we were like, is there going to be lunch? And she was like, oh, uh, no, no. Oh and then she had a bagel and she was like, do you want some no. of my bagel? <laughs> you ate her bagel? I, I said no, but okay. she, she, uh, she was like, do you want some of my bagel? And we were like, no, that's okay. And we like went home and then immediately like went to our guidance counselor and was like, that was so fucked up. 
you need to like give us another day every and then and then we got back literally this like weird day and also we were in boston and the teacher like had to like was driving around the block he like wasn't there with us so we had to like <laughs> find him in boston and oh find a one God. way where he could so we went back and then and then we got back and literally everybody was like we went to bows and it was like this fucking <laughs> yeah. cool we like played every place everyone went they were like we played with fucking gadgets and shit and it was so much fun and I remember telling my guidance counselor, like, it was really bad. And like, you need to give us another, <laughs> like, you need to give us another one. And she was like, I absolutely will. And then she never did. Oh my God. I also love like, who is this teacher? Like, so he didn't go in with you, the teacher. No, Michael Rosinski. <laughs> Just so smoking Marlboro's out the window driving. No, around. It was like, he had to drop us off, but like he couldn't, it was like so uncoordinated where he was like, I can't park here. So um, I'm just going to go like hang out in my car over there and let me know when you're done. Oh my God. <laughs> I would spend a, a, a tremendous amount of movie to see the Ferris Bueller's day off of your teacher <laughs> at the fucking Encore Casino in, in fucking <laughs> I Everett, know. Mass. I, I wish I'd had the balls as like a like an 18 year old or a 17 year old to just be like, fuck this. And like me and this dude I was with just like go out and like get lunch in Boston or Hell like yeah. do something funny, but like do something fun. But um, I was like too scared that I'd get in trouble. So <laughs> I didn't do anything cool or fun in you my entire youth. You should have gone for it. Well, speaking of youth and lunch, mm. Kraft Heinz. Let Kraft me tell Heinz, you. Our hmm. Thanksgiving episode, by yes, the way. Yes, this is the which, Thanksgiving which I'm, episode. I'm very excited for, Mookie, that you're here for the, the, the mm, Thanksgiving gobble, gobble. episode. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for getting a little festive. And I yep. appreciate you're, you're wearing the turkey costume, too. This is really helpful. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, Ken, well, first of all, what is, I didn't even know Kraft Heinz was, was such a big traded company. I don't know. I'm going into this fucking blind. Normally when we introduce a company, we have a couple of facts, a little bit of backstory. Kraft Heinz, there's a lot of backstory and a lot of fun facts. So buckle in for a minute or two as I blast off a whole bunch of information at you that we will discuss. Hit me, baby. The Kraft Heinz company engages in the manufacture and market of food and beverage products. The firm operates through the following geographical segments, U.S., Canada, International. Its brands include Oscar Meyer, Velveeta, Smart Ones, Capri Sun, Kool-Aid, Golden Circle, and Honig. The company was founded on July 2nd, 2015, and is headquartered in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm. So, shout out to uh, the market is open and behind the business on YouTube on creating a really great video that I watched and uh, got all this information from. So, Kraft Heinz is the number five biggest food and beverage company in America. Their stated business is sauces, cheeses, and meals. <laughs> mm, meals. Okay. So here are their brands, Capri Sun, Kool-Aid, Maxwell House, Crystal Light, Mio, Velveeta, Philadelphia, Kraft Singles, Cracker Barrel Cheeses, Athenos, Miracle Whip, A1, Grey Poupon Mustard, Oscar Mayer, Lunchables, Kraft Mac and Cheese, Stovetop, which is why we did Thanksgiving, <laughs> Jell-O, Planters, Jet Puff Marshmallows, Cool Whip, Orida, Bagel Bites, Country Time, and Classico Pasta Sauce. So they don't make like any meals. They said they make meals. They must. Well, make- you combine a bunch of those things and you get a meal. I guess. They, it's a lot uh, of crackers, cheese, and sauce. Sauce and meals. I guess, I mean, if you think of like Kraft Mac and Cheese as like a meal. Yeah, that's got to be meals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet you they must have like frozen. Oh, yeah, definitely. Probably. Frozen. Those are just the too. brand names. Um, so here's why Kraft is so successful Kraft was the first guy to develop pasteurized cheese. Okay. So it didn't spoil so quickly because before that it was like, oh no, the brie has gone off. And now he's made uh, a nice stable product. Mm. Uh, Kraft was originally bought by the National Dairy Company as part of a roll-up strategy. I wanted to bring this up, new term. Roll-up is where a company's like, hmm, we should make a food company, but we don't have any of the pieces. Let's go buy an accounting company and a cheese company and a distributor and we'll turn it into like one company by buying all the pieces. It's mm. like, you know, go into like, 
if you want to start a podcast as opposed to like getting all your stuff going and buying a network and buying a show and buying, mm. you know, all the pieces. Anyways, World War II is huge for craft. Okay. They expand. I still got kind of questions about the roll-up thing. Oh, but go back no, to World no, no, War ask, II. no, no, go for it. What the? So it's uh, Heinz. They. No, no, no. This okay. is just craft. We're okay, only on craft right now. All right. Sorry. Well, this is craft. We'll get to Heinz. Heinz is okay. a much shorter story. Craft, much larger company. Got it. Uh, World War II explodes. You know, craft sales. Government asks for cheese. They send the cheese. Skim milk created during this time by the company uh, because they were making so much cheese and butter, and they had all this extra like milk stuff and they were like market it as healthy and call it skim milk oh. <laughs> okay. so Isn't that's that how it always is <laughs> and so craft was then bullshit. bought by philip morris cigarette company oh. and that was like their height 60s is crafts like heyday uh but then unfortunately philip morris gets sued into oblivion for cigarettes and then craft <laughs> bounces around between different owners craft used to own things like nabisco DiGiorno's. they're kind of like they were all over the place they're like a free trade agent um, so anyways, that's craft. Okay. Here's Heinz. Heinz invented ketchup. I didn't know that really? straight up owns the patent to wow. that specific type of ketchup. Uh, it originally started, uh, in by Henry Heinz. He's the son of German Im immigrants, Johanna, Johann Georg Heinz and Charlotte Louisa Trump, who is really? yes, related to Donald Trump. Nice. <clears throat> All right. Started out selling horseradish, but went bankrupt oh damn so then he's trying to look at the time because uh at that time it's when nightshades were not popular in america like tomatoes uncooked tomatoes oh. were dangerous so cooked tomato sauces were all the rage mm. uh and so they found a chinese sauce called k siap which is a fish red fish paste sauce and he developed it with tomatoes instead and called it ketchup okay so uh, this is way back in the 1800s. Um, they even patent the type of tomato. Only seven people know the recipe for the ketchup. Really? They developed glass bottles for ketchup because people at the time, there were only cans and they were like, I don't know what's in this can. And they're like, well, let's use glass. Mm -hmm. But then because of glass, they could see the little crust that forms at the top. And they said, this ketchup is spoiled. And they said, no, it's not. So they put a label around the top so no one could see the spoiled ah. ketchup at the top. It's not spoiled. Anyways, at that time, Heinz was making 60 products, but 57 was Henry Heinz's lucky number. So we put Heinz 57 on the bottle and that's the story of Heinz. And that's all they pretty much make is, <laughs> is ketchup and some sauces. Uh, but in February 2013, Warren Buffett bought Heinz for $28 billion. Whoa. Wow. What the fuck? But Heinz at the time was not doing mm. super hot. So he made a deal with Kraft that said, why don't you take... So here's the business deal behind it was he bought Heinz with a bunch of debt, which is like rent on money, right? He bought a giant warehouse that he had all these payments to make on, couldn't make them. It was like, Kraft, I bet you could pay for them, right? And you combine it and we'll make it work. That's how we end up with Kraft Heinz. And that's the story of all of that. And now what do we all think about everything I just said? <laughs> okay. Now, now what Let kind of macaroni and cheese do you like, Mook? Um, you forgot the whole part about John Kerry's wife. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't look into that. John Kerry's Piece of shit. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say. To I was Kerry. gonna say there is a Heinz in the. Uh, yeah, it was. It's John Kerry's wife. Yeah. It's uh, Teresa Heinz. I believe uh, I so. Think so she's an heiress. Teresa right? Heinz Kerry. Yeah. Yeah, she's an heiress. She's just sitting name. back collecting those ketchup checks. Dude, collecting those checks like the top of that ketchup is collecting that crust. Hence the sticker. I want to know. 
of those brands, so there's two questions here because it's it's difficult because Kraft Heinz is two like distinct companies that are just for the sake of business smashed together. Yeah, they share, I guess, probably manufacturing facilities. I don't know. I didn't do that much research. Yeah. <laughs> but I want I, I want to know, Mookie, out of curiosity, what is your opinion on ketchup? Wow, I didn't think so- that was going to be the question. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like to dip a fry in ketchup? Um, I'm like kind of weirdly not a huge ketchup fan. I don't dislike it. You're talking about like eating ketchup, right? In general, Whatever you want to do to yourself with the ketchup is... is <laughs> Some people are putting no. ketchup on eggs, you know? Is that Ugh. you? Okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> ketchup is like, if it comes on a McDonald's burger, fine. Whenever I order fries and it comes with ketchup, I always end up just mindlessly dipping it in the ketchup. And I don't mm-hmm. dislike ketchup, but like, you know, I'd much prefer a ranch or an aioli or something. Really? You know what I mean, if you're talking about, especially like fries or like on a sandwich, like I'm not, I just, I don't know. I'm not into it. I'm not into like, I'm a really, I mean, I like sweets or whatever, but like I'm a savory guy. Like I want yeah. like salty, tangy stuff. And this is just like, Ketchup's like a big old like sweet bomb. Two questions really quick. You go to McDonald's uh, and you're at the drive-thru. Uh-huh. Are, are you ordering, you're ordering an additional sauce for your fries or are you just assuming no, you need I'll just like, it or ketchup? I'll just like, uh, yeah, I'll just, uh, uh, McDonald's fries, I'll just eat straight up. Or, or if I can get some ranch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Another thought that I have, and this is, and let us know listeners, if you feel the same way, I feel the same way sometimes about ketchup that I do about cheese pizza and that it's, we've talked about this quite a few times that the right. idea of cheese pizza is for babies. And for ketchup, mm. I'm kind of like, as an adult, I've grown up. There's, this is, there's a, this is a stretch. I see your logic here. No, no, but no, that's no, no, no. my opinion. He's now borrowing it. He's claiming it. It's his, his perspective. No, it's, it's not. I, no, I know. But it's fair. It's a thought that I have of like when, I, when you're a little kid, you have fries, ketchup. You, I was in a house that we did grilled cheese and ketchup. Thoughts on that real quick? No. Okay, I did it. Um, but, and then you get older and it's like, you know, if you go to McDonald's and you, you can ask for ranch, you could ask for buffalo sauce, you could ask for barbecue if you want. Uh, so after a while, I was like, well, ketchup is for, like, ketchup is, for, is so simple that I can't do that. I've got to do something a little more special. That makes sense to me. I've started, yeah, I, I like ketchup, but I do agree it is like, I don't know though, there's something about all the other ones that are like too creamy or too fatty. There's something about the tang of that ketchup tang. I like. I like a fig ketchup. A fake a a what? Fi- a fig ketchup. Oh, okay. fig ketchup. You been to Father's office? They do I have a, actually. They, they do a fig ketchup on their on their this place called Father's. Is office. it really sweet? Is it like no, is it thick? No, it's 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 a little. Is sweet. it like a toothpaste? This is kind of place that they have a burger that they have like a sign at the place. It's like the this is our signature burger. You are not allowed to make any substitutes. You are not allowed to request changes. It does have fig ketchup. You will like it the way it is. And it's a little intimidating. You get it? I fucking love it. It's good. No, that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like the burger? Have you had it? It is a very good burger, yeah. But um, I know he's that that guy who owns that place whose name I'm forgetting at the moment, but it's like one of those guys who's like, I don't serve ketchup. Ketchup is not... And it's like, I get that sort of whatever. I, you know, I'm not mad at anybody that likes ketchup. Yeah. But and I don't good. know. And I don't know if I'm like in the camp of like, it's for babies. Like I get why people <laughs> like it and I don't even dislike it truly. Like when I go to like, um, 
like uh oh, what's the place called like jay's bar yeah yeah. like yeah. they have really good fries yeah and it always comes with ketchup and i always just dip the i always dip the fries in ketchup because it's because it's like it's like sense memory like it's involuntary yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. you just do it and i don't dislike it and it is sometimes like Ooh, the cool, like the cold sweet against the hot, salty, crunchy or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also just like, I don't, if you, it also comes with an aioli and I sit there and I'm the one who like gets all the aioli gone before anybody else has had a chance to like yeah. dip their fry in it because like, that's what I want. I want like, I'm like a mayo freak. Like I could just yeah. eat spoonfuls of mayo. Oh yeah. I got to have may- every sandwich or burger that I have has to be like drowning in mayo. I, okay. Really? So Heinz has pioneered in recent years, those combo sauces of like cranch. Mm. Have you tried oh. any of those? I haven't. Yeah. They look, I see them at the supermarket and like they sell them in like <clears throat> sort of the way that they would sell like action figures in like a display box. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, try all five amazing sauces. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would like, I mean, I, I would, I like combining them myself because especially like if you're talking about whatever, like Kraft or Heinz or whatever, where those sauces to me tend to be like, so like sweet. And I'm not somebody who's mm. like, I don't want artificial, like I know I want organic, like that's stupid. Like I love, yeah. I love like, like yellow mustard. Yeah. Like plain ass, like hunts yellow mustard or whatever. <laughs> like that shit is great. I'll put yeah. that on anything. Cause I like like tangy mustard as opposed to like sweet ketchup. But like if I'm going to make like chipotle mayo at home to like put on something, it's like, I will take a spoonful of mayo and like mix hot sauce into it. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yep. Any kind of variation. Yeah. 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 I, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, and we now we have to address craft. <laughs> so I'm going to read the, the elephant in the room. <laughs> we all knew we had to do it. All right. Here we go. So Kraft Heinz, uh, here's, I'm going to list the, the brands again. I just want to know which of these speak to you. Which one, which one sings out to you? Mm. There's Capri Sun. Hit the clicker do- on your hand, on your seat when you, when you <laughs> something say, is stimulating to you. you. Text nine 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 to eight four six. Can you do a rocket fire? Give them to Mookie and Mookie just do a yes no gut instincts. Don't overthink it. Yes. What, what am I saying? Yes like, or no to? You're, you're pro Capri Sun or pro? So okay. pro or no? Give us a, give us a pro or no if you okay. I'll pro, say you pro like or it. no. <laughs> this is called developing segments on the fly. Okay. <laughs> I love the Here we go. I like it. Capri Sun. No. Kool Aid. No. Maxwell House Coffee. No. <laughs> Crystal Crystal Light. Yes. Mio. I mean pro. Pro. <laughs> Mio. Never had it. No. Uh, Velveeta. Yes. Philadelphia. (laughs) Damn it. Philadelphia cream cheese. Pro. Kraft singles. Pro. Cracker barrel cheese. Pro. Athenos. No. Miracle (laughs) Miracle Whip. No. A1. No. Oh, that was okay. Grey Poupon. Pro. Oscar Mayer. Pro. Lunchables. No. Kraft Mac and Cheese. No. Wow. wow. I'll, expl- I'll explain that <laughs> we later. We need a new guest. We need a whole separate podcast. Stovetop. Yeah, pro. Jello. Pro. Planters. No. Big no. Big no? On nuts and oh okay. okay. Jet puff marshmallows. <laughs> pro. Cool whip. No. Orita. Pro. Bagel bites. Pro. Country time. Pro. Classico sauce. Mm, pro. All right. Soft pro. A couple shocks in there. All right. Ask me. Ask away. Miracle AMA. whip. For a mayo guy. It's it, it ain't mayo. It's like fake gross dressing mayo. Oh, wait, you were pro or no? 
I, I think I was no. He was a no. When oh, I thought he was a pro. Miracle Whip no, was no. developed was uh, because cheese was a seasonal. Uh, just another fun fact: cheese was like a seasonal food in America for a while. People didn't eat it all the time. Mm. It was through companies like Kraft and you know American you know Dairy Association that pushed people eating cheese. But Miracle Whip was a product they made to create a product that was year round, mm -hmm. and they did advertise it as salad dressing. Really? Yeah. It's it like is. A dressing. It, it is. It is like like that's their. It's supposed to be like it's like thick dressing that's like a mayo substitute, but it ain't the real thing. It ain't the real thing. Now, you said no to Lunchables. Yeah. Did you eat Lunchables? Not really. Okay. I mean, I've had them. All right. If there's that's one you fair, had was, to have, what would you pick? I had to have. You had to. It'd yeah. probably be like the standard, like you know, ham and cheese and crackers or whatever. Yeah. Any of that other the slimy pizza little circles. Shit is yeah. Child charcuterie. Yeah. 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 Child charcuterie. Now the. I mean, are we gonna address the bomb in the room? The no to Kraft Mac and Cheese. Well, I'm a Velveeta guy. Velveeta. I'm a shells and cheese guy. I don't like Kraft like powder and milk. Plus, come on, you got you got to bring your own milk to the party. Velveeta, you don't need milk. No, it's a it's a like silver packet, right? It's like a little Velveeta's. Yeah, Velveeta's got like it's like this it's like this cheese goo that you just mix into it. Interesting. And it's like nice and creamy, like cheesy Velveeta. Like it's just melted Velveeta block or whatever, it, like yeah. in a pouch. But um, Kraft has always been like, oh, you're doing powder and you're bringing your own milk. And then it's not like gooey cheesy. It's just like. It's slimy. And it has the it's same. It's slimy and yeah. it's like thin. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it's got to be thick. Like you, I'll, I'll take Velveeta. I'll take Velveeta over Kraft. I associate Kraft every time. with like speed. Like, Why? like, because my brother ate, like, was really picky and ate oh, nothing oh. but Kraft Mac and Cheese for a long time. And he used to just, like, shovel it as fast as he could into his face. Yeah. But it has the same problem as, like, well, uh, I do that with Velveeta, too. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I do that even... with any food that's in front of my fucking <laughs> fat hole. <laughs> yeah. I'm just eating it out Fair of the enough. pot. No, Velveeta, I never had Velveeta in my house, but friends had it. And when friends had it, I was like, ooh, this is, I was used to Annie's. Oh, it's a Kraft. whole different ball game. It's a different, it's a whole different sport. We talk about sauce, I, I, like when people talk about like the, this sauce in mac and cheese. Have you you've heard people do that? You just casually talk about the sauce. In I mac don't know. And my, my friend was like, <laughs> all the time. Man. A friend of ours was like, was like, oh, I, I like I like Annie's better than Kraft because the sauce is thicker. And I was like, huh. oh, I never really thought of it as a sauce, but I guess it kind of is. It is like the cheese sauce or whatever. And then Kraft is like, you're making your own sauce. I'm just saying, you're buying a box of Kraft mac and cheese. For mm -hmm. whatever, what a dollar yeah. thirty or something like that, and you then they go and then you have to go get another. You have to go buy another thing of milk if you want to make this. Yeah, that's that's fair. bullshit. Well, Easy, <laughs> Easy Mac wasn't that way, right? Easy Mac was designed to be Easy like Mac ramen, was right? even Easy Mac grosses me out even more. It's just hot water, right? It's just yeah, you put boiling hot water in the cup and then they and you add the powder. Mm. So yeah, I, I I think the butter and the water are. Or the butter and the milk are are optional. Well, if made wrong, sure. it is like a Nesquik where you can't get the like the balls of hard powdered like rocks. I had I had explode. A, I had a friend See, never had a problem with this with Velveeta. <laughs> with Velveeta, there's no there's no. Now I learned to develop a taste for them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had, quick aside. I I had a friend in high school that. I went to her house and she was like, do you want to make mac and cheese? And I said, yeah. And then she was making the macaroni and cheese. She had a bunch of boxes and she was like, okay. And started to pour the powder in, but she hadn't drained the fucking 
pot. She put the boiled the water, boiled the pasta. Oh, like it was like a ramen pack or something I like guess, that. No, was she was like, like she, yeah, I was like, what were you doing? soup. Yeah, I was like, you gotta drain that. You gotta drain it. And she was like, no, that's not how you make mac and, mac and oh, cheese. Oh boy. And I was like, yes, it is. And she was like, no, no, you didn't. And I was like, fine, make it, but I'm not gonna eat it. It's disgusting. And she poured it in and just made like a soup and just ate it. Out of out of pride, with the I, water in it, she knew it was wrong. Ugh. She knew it was wrong. It was it was oh, like so she was like slurping it up like it was uh, ramen or like something. Like literally, yeah. like it was ramen. It was like the oh, this floating was disgusting. Um, Oof, it was gross. But I could have. I thought that you were gonna come in. This is it's a it's a great point because I kind of thought you were gonna yeah, maybe come in here with. It. <laughs> it's pretty good, isn't it? I thought you were going to come in and you were gonna maybe sit, talk about Annie's. That wasn't even in the equation. Well, good. And here's you know I was about to say the brand that really stood out to me that I think has made the most impact in my life has been Grey Poupon. You're a, you're mm. a big Grey Poupon guy. Yeah. Well, especially when I was vegan for a while, you know, you use a lot of mustard to make like salad dressings and stuff, but. Sure. I really have found it a little bit of stink, a little bit of Grey Poupon <laughs> in the mac and cheese sauce uh, makes it just a little okay, bit fancy. I'm with you. See, you know, you make your like, you make your whatever, Mornay sauce or whatever. And you a little toss, tang. Yeah, you throw a little white pepper in there. Woo! See, this is disgusting to me. Shut up. The stink of mustard in my mac and cheese. It's but so you know, much yellow, no, it's I'm, disgusting. I'm with you. Well, like a, a Dijon mustard like that. Yes. I wouldn't put yellow mustard. No, yeah. no, no. Because no. grape poupon no, is like Dijon mustard. It's the it's, it's that a sort of spice, a little tang. Yeah. Like, all right, I'm with you. I might, try, I might give that a try next time. I, I'm I, not a mustard person in general, though. So that, uh, but the, the, the idea of that is, it's like the Dijon. The the Dijon is like the the brown, the, the brown like a spicy one, correct? Yeah, it's not brown spicy, but it's like it's more of like a like a half brown, half yellow, like almost like horseradishy type of like. Yeah, yeah. That like I guess really I strong, see. like hits the hits the hits your your nasal passage and it blasts everything. Yeah. Do you like that sensory experience? Not, no, not if it's okay. too much. I mean, I, I like a little bit. Like when I have like, uh, there's like, a, where did I go? There's like a place that I got like a really good like pastrami sandwich and it had Ooh. horseradish sauce on it, but like every bite was like pain. <laughs> where it was like it was Blasting like, I, I had to take like a full two minutes to be like, <laughs> like. <laughs> I've become I've become a bit of what I would uh, self-diagnose as a freak for that experience. It must I really look. like it wasabi. I like wasabi peas, all of that. It's That's a, I don't I don't like I love the flavor of it. I don't like Columbo's is the place I got that sandwich. It was like a French dip sandwich that had and it came with the side of horseradish sauce and I put way too much of it on the sandwich and everybody was torture. It. But it is it is like I I don't I don't understand people that like like really spicy like they they want to get like when they go to like get Thai food and they get like the, they get the hot soup and stuff like that. And I they're don't like, do that. And no. they're uncomfortable and they're like, I like this. It makes me feel like I'm alive. And you're like, <laughs> you like have, you have like, you have like burning diarrhea for like a whole, like it ruins your whole day. And I, I don't understand why. And they're like, no, I like it. I like it. <laughs> well, speaking of ruining your whole day, we'll find out what happened to our money when we come back from this break. See you later. And we're back. What a wonderful break it was. And while we're on the break, Mookie, I was thinking really quick, because uh, then we talked a lot about ketchup and mustard. What is your standard hot dog order? Fan, like your maybe what hot when dog you're like order. Yeah. Like you know, you're at a cookout and all, they have, hey, we have everything you want. What do you what do you ideally want on there? So okay. Cause I don't order a lot of hot dogs. I don't buy a lot no, of no, hot no, dogs. No. But if I'm like grilling a hot dog at a at a uh someone's backyard. Backyard, okay. Got all the fix-ins. All right, you're not I don't think you're gonna like it. We got mustard. Yep. 
that you're already you, you can't you have people. to understand that. Let's just move on. How much okay. money do we make this week? <laughs> okay, go ahead. We got if they have it, I'll put mayo on there. Really? See, see yep. I'll let you finish. First. I love mayo. I, I, on I have a, hot a lot dog. of thoughts on that. I've never you heard. That, that, I, is that standard? Would you say like go to? If if mayo is available and there's a hot dog, I will put it on there 100 percent of the time. I don't time. think I've ever seen that. Besides maybe oh. like I was in Seattle and they had a cream cheese dog. Maybe that serves a similar mm. function. But please continue. Yeah, honestly, I bet that's good. It, it <laughs> um, sounds great. That sounds good. I, I if if available too, I'll put cheese on it. Oh yeah, a cheese like dog. chili cheese. Or just whatever no, no, cheese is like, available. Oh, they, they're putting like a slice lot of, of cheese on yeah, the burgers. Yes, like I'll take a hand. slice of cheese from the burgers and throw it on the bun there. Ugh. Rip it in half. That's, that's radical. And um, uh, and I love pickle on there too. I love a little pickle on Not there too. Not relish. I'll, I'll do relish. Okay, but, but you prefer? I would prefer pickle slices. to relish, but I'll put relish on it. Relish is a little too sweet, but if it's that good, like um, you know, like the boobies, like nice vinegary yeah. relish, I'll put that on there. I like like a little like pickly tang. On there, I guess it's kind of the, and we're not going to get into this debate, <laughs> but it's the to me, it's a, is the is a hot dog a sandwich uh, debate? Oh, where I'm like, I, I really treat Boy. it, I really treat it like a sandwich. Yeah, and the way you're describing it, that is right. You like, are treating that's it like, like a, a turkey. It's almost like a deconstruct. No, excuse me. It's, 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 it's what I turkey sandwich. It's what I put dog. on a burger. Yeah, yeah. That's what you put on a burger. Oh yeah, mayo, yeah, mayo and pickle pickles. and mustard. Okay, are it's you, what I'd put on a sandwich. Are you laying the pickles down like ants on a log on top of the dog? Are you sliding them next? Dog depends underneath. on what it depends on what we're talking about. If if you give me a pickle spear, I'm just nestling it right next to the oh, dog there. Nice. So it's like a second dog. If it's I, you know, I prefer like you know pickle chips or slices that yes. you know like little rounds that I can sort of like you know tuck under. Distinct chips. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I do know what you mean though. I have done that. Of I do. It is a joy of like a toasted bun, and you just like I like would like to have the knife, get the mayo, and just slide it on the side. Yeah, that that's fun for me. And then a little, and then a little, a little, a little mustard squiggle on top. Yeah, cartoon mustard squiggle. Well, you t- prepared us by saying we weren't going to expect your hot dog order, and you were correct. <laughs> <laughs> I never could have called that series. I never. Yeah. But you'll never guess what happened with our money. Oh Jesus Christ. All right, here we go. You ready? So ready. last week, we had our money in Crocs, and we had $10,025.31. Okay. We moved our money into Kraft Heinz, and we lost $753.61, <laughs> bringing us down to $9,271.71. Sorry, guys. You fucking idiots! Kraft Heinz is described as the blunder of two of the world's biggest investors who broke their own rules and didn't anticipate changing tastes. All I'm hearing is a fucking child... <laughs> Making excuses, putting excuses for any fucking other person in the entire galaxy, putting the blame on anybody except for your goddamn self. Okay, so Mookie, what's happening is I've opened up an insider trading <sighs> investigation into Mike because he's won five times in a row. Statistically, yes. that's insane. Yes. It's really crazy that that's even possible. And it's for me, exciting. the week after I opened an investigation for me to tank so hard is almost like he caused it. No, it, that's absolutely not what fucking happened. I don't know. We started with $10,000 of, of, of money. We put it out. We, we started to put it in a builder bear and we've been doing this for 33 <laughs> weeks and every fucking time I get us back over the initial investment of $10,000 Kenny invested in Netflix the fucking week that they said that they were cracking down on sharing passwords and we lost almost $1,000 he fucking his biggest he made a win of we invested in McDonald's he made like $6 I'm keeping the goddamn podcast afloat and it's pissed me the fuck off that Kenny every single time it's his week is thrown into the goddamn gutter but 
I digress. You're being investigated. You're fucking pissing me off. Um, so I'm really fucking pissed off, but Mookie, we, we, we love and appreciate you that you're a guest on the show. I, I feel bad that you don't really have any, anything to say about this. So I, uh, you know, sometimes on the show, how do you write, know I don't have anything to say? Would you like to, would you like to share? I would. All right. So, so Mookie, why you have some words prepared? Why don't you let Kenny know how you feel? Okay. Somewhere 30 plus years ago in the general region of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, there was a girl. While at first glance, this girl may have seemed ordinary, if you really looked at her, you could see what she truly was. Magnificent. A DJ at a rock and roll radio station where her only passions included spinning records, taking calls and sharing a symphony of sound from the lights of Jesus, Mike. ACDC over the airwaves. She thought she had everything until she met the man of her dreams. A rocker dude with a mediocre band and a huge heart. Their eyes locked, fireworks flew, and after a few years, their fantasies of loud music and late nights turned to a new dream, a family. This is the moment where they came together as man and wife and made something absolutely undeniable, a mistake. In March of 1991 came the stupidest, most idiotic, brain-dead, numbskull, trash excuse for a child there ever was. They tried to feed him a bottle, he'd rather drink from the toilet. They toss him the ball in Little League, he sits in the grass filling a hot dog bun with mud. He starts an investing podcast with his friend and he decides to take an absolute bath in the shit show known as Kraft Heinz Company. Invest in Kraft Heinz, he says. It will be fun for Thanksgiving, he says. And now here you are with that shit-eating smile as money is pouring out of your account faster than your poor, stupid juice on your daily breakfast of tree bark and dog food each morning. They say that everyone makes mistakes, but in this case, Kenny Gray, you are and always will be the mistake. P.S. Mike, congratulations on your record of five consecutive wins. I can't wait to see what you do next. Oh, well, first of all, the very harsh words uh, that I completely agree with, but I appreciate you, you, you giving me a little respect on the, the wins. Thank you so much for that. Oh, you know what's great is that in previous times, there have been ones that we write, and they're kind of like quick paragraphs. And Mike texted me to be like, hey, this one might be a little meaner. Um, and I wasn't expecting a full paragraph. I'm going to say that to my parents. It's like a nice description of their how they met. If you know. can't tell from the reading, it's... it's yeah, I'm it's, sure it's, it's all in good fun. <laughs> it's, it's the story of Kenny's parents. Um, you're an asshole, Ken. Thank and, you. And you, and you I, the original, I originally wrote this to say, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, how about fuck you? Uh, <laughs> this is, You took a fucking bath. So what the fuck happened here? Check this out. So Kraft used to be part of Mondelez, which was uh, they're best known for candy. They're like all the candy brands you think of outside of Hershey. They split... Uh, they're kind of just floating around. They're their own company. Warren Buffett, for some reason, decides to buy Heinz. Gets it in his brain that he wants to buy Heinz for that $28 billion. Does it mostly with debt, meaning like other people's money, meaning he owes a bunch of payments. That strategy apparently only works if you think the company is going to get better. Mm. But what happened huh. is that he bought Heinz and his move to make Heinz more profitable was to slash advertising and research and development, which I guess is developing new ketchups. Oh my God. But seriously, I guess for a food companies to remove marketing and developing new products is to kill the company. Yeah. And so it was like, they were taking a bath and they said, <laughs> you know what? Kraft is so big. Let's work together to get Kraft. So, 
it was Warren Buffett and uh, Jorge uh, George, Georgia Paulo Lehman at 3G Capital said, "Hey Kraft, you buy Heinz. We'll throw in an extra ten billion dollars." So no one knew this was going on because the numbers hadn't been out for two years. So they tacked this shitbird to Kraft uh, oh. before the investors ever knew to be like, and now it's with Kraft. And then they saw the numbers that Heinz had been a real shit show. Fuck! Like, but it's with Kraft now. But it hasn't gotten any better because uh, America's tastes changed, organic and healthy, and they cut spending. So essentially, the products they make, when you think of like Velveeta, Heinz, these aren't products that people are like, yeah, give Farm me more fresh. of fresh. Right. It's all, yeah, prepackaged shit that... I find that hard to believe that there's still not a... But a large amount of people that still exclusively eat like processed. Yeah, they do. The I guess maybe yeah. it's just, I guess maybe like 3% of the entire country is still like a lot of people. Yeah. It's, it's the, the real problem is, is not, it's not that they're like the taste. There's still a bunch of people that, that eat it. It's just that they took out so much debt that mm. the money they're making doesn't cover mm. their costs it's terrible anymore. goddamn debt. And what kinds? Poor craft. They have 3G Capital. Check this out. Has a strategy where they go into companies that they buy them. They fire the senior management to save money. They hired for Kraft Heinz a 29-year-old dude to be the CFO who had oh. never been the CFO in any food company or in any conglomerate. And he just would be on calls, be like, "Where is? Oh, it's all fine." It's oh, not he was fine. the one who was hiding it. No, he just is like, the, like the po- like the whipping boy for it. They just oh like God. so. Uh, there's all, con- but as we learned, food companies, if they, ever, if you're ever investing in a food company and they cut R and D and advertising, that's a Get huge red out. flag. So that's yeah. what we learned today. Hell, fucking. But, yeah. how, but how does like how does Warren Buffett not know that? That's what they said. This is one of his biggest blunders uh. is that he broke. He's always like never used debt to finance buying a company. And he did. He just like he took out a bunch. Of, and he's still like this is one of his worst mistakes. <laughs> and we invested a lot of money into it. He's Fake busy money, but. slugging fucking Dairy Queen blizzards. Or well, imagine you're trying to like everyone's like, hey, we don't really want. Velveeta anymore. We should make new products. And like, well, we can't spend any money. Well, fuck them. We want to uh, make blue ketchup. Yeah, I exclusively eat the Shrek green. That ketchup, was Shrek, right? Promotional. Yeah, I exclusively <laughs> yeah. eat. Well, of course, naturally, it came out, and I bought. I bought eight hundred bottles, and that's the only ketchup naturally. I use anymore. Naturally. Well, Ken, I'm in a terrible fucking mood. Um, I'm excited that Mookie's here, but is there anything you could do to maybe like make me feel a little better, or like to to raise my spirits, get the fun up? Boys, would you like to play a game? I would love to. I would. I. I. I borderline fucking need to. Well, point. let's play a little game called Craft Heinz or Crap from Kenny's Mind. That's a bunch of crap. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're gonna tell me. We're gonna go back and forth. If what I'm. If what I'm. If what I've said to you is a real product or brand from Craft or Heinz, or if it's just crap, in my <laughs> mind. Okay. Uh. Just true or false. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so we'll start with Mookie. Mayo Racha. Is that real or fake? That seems real to me. It is indeed yeah. real. Fuck. Hopping on the sriracha craze. Yeah, you gotta. Mike, what's up? That's fake. That's too spicy. Correct? Yes. Correct. Mookie. That would be the reason. It's too spicy. They wouldn't be able to pull it off. It's too spicy. <laughs> it's too fucking crazy. Ready, right. Can I, can I like ask a question? No. 
You can phone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, then. No, uh, no, sure. Go for, no one has ever asked if they can ask a question. <laughs> Ready, sure. right. What is it? What is it? It's yeah. uh, real. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's uh, pota- it's instant potatoes. I feel like you making that little joke was you trying to think up something to say. <laughs> so I'm going to say it was fake. Yes, you're correct. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mike, Buffa Ranch. They are real. That is real. Yes. So far, 100% both sides. Mookie, sweet gherkin. Real. Yes, that's real. Gherkin. Mike, Ubon. Ubon? Ubon. Y-O-U. E-O-N. No. Y-U-B-A-N. Why you be an uh, Why you be an, an, an asshole? Why you be an asshole? <laughs> Let's go real, real. And remember, oh. Mike, if you want to flummox me, you can ask. What is it? <laughs> I'm not Mookie. I'm not. That's yeah. quick. <laughs> Mookie, Riverbend Maple. What is it? Maple. Maple <laughs> See, syrup. It's okay. Riverbend Maple. Mm-hmm. Fake. Damn. This, the vibe of this is, <laughs> the, the, what this has turned is it, it turned from like a, a test of like, can you guess to like, is trying to assess if I'm lying. Yeah. On the yeah. <laughs> well, that's part of the strategy. Come on. I've never seen anyone play like this before. <laughs> it's, it's a good strategy. <laughs> Most yeah. guests just try to just get through this as fast as possible. <laughs> have, we, have either of us gotten one wrong yet? Uh, no, no we're, we've never had it be 100%. All this right. is, that means that, I mean, Mike, Chef Francisco. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a Mookie. What is what the hell is that? Chef Francisco. I don't know. Uh, uh, uh Chef Francisco. The real. Yep, it's real. Yes. Oh, this is good. I'm I'm starting to sweat. Mookie. Yeah. Bullseye. Real. Yes. I'm surprised you didn't ask for a little. I feel like I know there. what bullseye is. Your eyes lit up with that answer. I'm getting worried because we might be getting into the funny <laughs> section where they get obvious. <laughs> Let's hear them. They're so fucking obvious. Mike, bingo cream. (laughs) Fake. All right. (laughs) What the fuck could that possibly be? Cream for your bingo. Cream for your bingo. (laughs) You don't want to have some bingo cream in my medicine cabinet. You want to let all five letters go undressed? (laughs) Mookie, smart maid. Smart maid? Real. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Mike, Chunky Dan's horse butter. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's horse butter. Oh, <laughs> butter from a horse? <laughs> butter for a horse. Butter oh. for the. Well, you don't want to ride raw. Fake. When you don't want to ride raw. All right, Mookie. Johnny Shark. <laughs> Johnny Sharks only for winners knife sauce. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna make you feel good here. Real. Oh, no. uh, so you got it. All right. Knife sauce. Mike. I didn't this is one surprised me. Tapatio. It's not if they they it's they it's not if they own it or not. It's if it's real or fake. Real. Yeah. Craft Nine so, Zones Tapatio. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. Whoa. I wrote a tiebreaker. Just because in case. Just in case. This has never fucking happened. This has never happened. Whoever can tell me first wins. What is today's date? Uh, November 21st. 24th. 24th. 
You're both wrong. Fuck. What is it? What the fuck is it? It's 20 22nd. second. Yes. Oh, you can't get it. I was closer without going over. Price is right rules. I guess if it is Price is right rules, then Mookie, I guess. That's correct. Yep. I said that because he's squeezing my, he's squeezing no, my arm. This is truly unprecedented. We have done like 30 of these. Yeah. And it's never, never reached this. So congratulations, Mookie. You've won. Thank you. No, yeah, this is special. Mad. Oh my god! Well, that was fun stuff, and then it was fun episode. And I, I do want to say, so like, we didn't even, I really would even say it at the beginning, but we like to. So normally these these companies are picked at random, but if we have a fun guest, we'll bring on like something that that ties to like you know who they are. And people have probably been scratching their heads this whole episode, being like, "I love Mookie; he's very funny on the pod. What the fuck does he have to do with these sauces?" Um, but, but like, why did we <laughs> the pick question that? Out of being a saucy guy. Yeah. <laughs> but Boogie, I, I, I specifically thought you'd be fun for this episode in sauces for the Thanksgiving episode because you're making a movie about food. Yes. Thanks for the tea up, my man. Yeah, you got it, dog. What, 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 I think people will be excited to hear about it. What is well, it? Well, uh, it's interesting timing that it comes out this Thanksgiving Thursday. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm making a short film called Fine Dining with. With my buddy, with our buddy Jeff Dutton Friend from the, the Birthday Dutton Boys, from, uh, and, uh, past guest of this podcast, and, and the Sloppy Bush. Boys, and um, it's yeah, we're making a short film, uh, like a comedy short film about um, a rock star, superstar, arrogant chef kind of guy. Um, just something that I'm like obsessed with and like, you know, all that kind of like restaurant and foodie culture kind of stuff. So we're making a funny thing that, um, I've had, uh, I've been working on for a long time myself and we decided to just like make it and get our resources together and pick ourselves up by our little bootstraps and make a movie and we're shooting it in a few weeks. And, um, yeah, I mean, I guess I, what, what I could do as far as promotion is say that, by the time you're, if you are listening to this on Thanksgiving Day, you have one day left to donate to our Indiegogo. <laughs> donate uh, fucking right now. If uh, we're, 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 we we've raised a good amount of money, we we're gonna raise as much as we can here in the in the last day, I guess. Um, because every little <laughs> bit that we get, we're going to put into the film and, you know, we're going to make sure that everybody's like taken care of and fed and all this stuff and like get great equipment and all that stuff. So look, if you enjoyed this, if you enjoyed me, if you enjoy these guys, I'm pointing at Mike and Kenny right now. Um, yeah, you can go to, you can go to my, um, any one of my social medias. I'm at Lil Mookie B on Twitter and, uh, Instagram and TikTok. Um, and you could scroll through my old TikToks if you want to, but, um, uh, or go to Jeff Jefferson Dutton, uh, on Instagram, uh, and Twitter. And, uh, we've got the links in our bios for our Indiegogo and what, you know, if you, if you're feeling in the giving spirit and you want to kick us like, I don't know, five bucks, 10 bucks, 25 bucks, 50 bucks, a hundred bucks. Why not? There's a couple of perks there. If you give us a hundred dollars, you get a personalized thank you video from me. If you give us $200, yeah. you get an associate producer credit on the film. If you want to give us $500, I don't know if we got any takers yet, but <laughs> if you want to give us $500, I'm going to teach a cooking class on zoom and you will, will like uh, make dinner and eat dinner together. Me and Jeff. And <laughs> so if you, you want and Jeff Dutton, well, I'm going to, Jeff's going to be there and he's going to be my sous chef. Just cracking wise. Cracking wise. And just, yeah, he's going to be the official taste tester. Okay. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it, it would be it would be cool if you donated. But, you know, if you can and if you can't like keep an eye out for it, we're going to make a really funny thing. And hopefully next year we're going to have it like uh, out and about what on I, the circuit. What I think is great about this is it's fun. Sometimes you hear this stuff on a podcast or something. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Maybe I will. If you're listening to this on Thursday, it's it's fucking now or never. So yeah. You, you have your phone. Today's the day or possibly tomorrow. I don't, the deadline is the Push 26th. <laughs> well, the deadline Friday is the 26th, day. but I don't know if that means like it's done on the 26th or the 26th is the last day you can donate. I would say if Just you're going to do, do it, it do it now, do it now. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> do it now. Do it, do it now. Guys, fucking get in there. I have heard from a credible source. <laughs> I want to do it. Do it now. Yeah. Just, just I'll do, do it one more time. Do it now. Uh, but fucking, for lack of a better phrase, do it now. Yeah. I heard from a very credible source who read the script that is extremely funny. I am very, you and Jeff Sutton's yeah. a, a very, very funny guy, great director. You're a, it, it, you're a fucking very, very funny guy. I, I personally am super excited to see this movie. So Thank guys, you, Mike. donate to the movie. And if you're listening to this in the future, hey, maybe they're listening to this in 2022. Watch the movie. Does it, do you think the name is going to change? Did you already say the name? The name of it is called Fine Dining, mm -hmm. and I don't think that it will change. It has okay. always been the name of it, but, you know, who knows? Maybe some, uh, maybe we get into Sundance, and oh, yeah. some, some big distributor buys it and says, we love it, but you got to change the name. And I'll say, you know what? Cough up the cash, and I'll call it whatever <laughs> you want, buddy. Yeah. And we'll, we'll I'm just doing this to make Money <laughs> That's to invest <laughs> in Kraft Heinz. No, That's no, a bad no, 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 idea. no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you? I, I dozed off for a lot of the podcast, but it sounded like a good investment. To <laughs> no, me. no, 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 Mookie. It was actually really was not good. Um, All right. Well, guys, Mookie, this is so much fucking fun having you in the podcast. Thanks, guys. I had a great time. This is really You really guys great. are two charming fellas, oh, I gotta tell you. Oh, thank you. No, no, no. I'm blushing. I'm blushing through my eyes, through my ears. I need to go to a hospital. This is great. <laughs> Ken, anything else to add in? No, it's been it's been wonderful. It's been hey, it's been lovely to do this in person. Yeah, this and, is fucking uh, awesome, guys. Here's to the next one. Yeah, here's the next one. We're we're vax folks, guys. Donate to we're <laughs> just, <laughs> just so you know. Um, donate to donate to the movie. Uh, thank you guys so much for for listening to the Paper Jam, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble gobble. Thank you for listening to the Paper Jam Podcast. New episodes come out every Thursday. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at the Paper Jam Pod or shoot us an email at thepaperjampod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon where Mike and I post bonus episodes, videos, and other sweet, sweet content for you to enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Music for Audio.